Welcome to Starlight Radio Dreams, the comedy show with a podcasting habit brought to you by our backers on Patreon. This episode is the full live-streamed show from January titled Catch-22 Year. This episode features the talents of Ansel Birch, Jerry McDerris, and Cat Evans. The Starlight Radio Dreams theme was written and recorded by Arnie Parent. Sound design and editing by Ansel Birch and Jared McDerris. Now, without further ado, on with the show. <laughs> welcome, 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 everyone. It's so wonderful to have you here for Starlight Radio Dreams Season 6. That's right, we're kicking this thing off with an absolute bang. Or so I have been led to understand by people who understand the young people's uh, nomenclature. Bang used to mean something different, is what I'm saying, and I hope that I'm using it correctly for the modern parlance. Now, I hope that all of you are truly as excited as I am, because I, for one, cannot contain myself. For one thing, I managed to get today's Wordle in just three guesses. That's right, I may not understand technology, but I do understand words. And uh, I'm led to understand that I did this one very, very well. Now, uh, aside from uh, mastering uh, the new version of sourdough that has taken over the world, I am also thrilled to tell you that I get to enjoy tonight's performance exactly the same way that you do. That's right, uh, this is it for me. I will not be coming back for the rest of the show as we enjoy a full hour of musical entertainment. And if you know me, you know I love musical entertainment and not doing anything. So let us move swiftly into tonight's performance uh, so that we uh, don't uh, keep you all too late afterwards. After all, it is a Friday and we've all got drinking to do. Uh, so enjoy your local uh, drink specials. The ones at your house, I'm told, are very good. In fact, I'm led to understand that you should hashtag. Oh, they wrote out hashtag. You've got to trust me with some of these. Th no, you're right. I haven't earned that. Hashtag guzzle powers whiskey. It's on special even at your house, even if you don't have any. So hashtag guzzle powers whiskey and enjoy Samuel Spruce. The warehouse always wins. Thank you. 
pick up that box and carry it over, put down that box and then grab another up and down and in and out all day. Sure, I wish there were another way. I was built to be a wooden toy, but I was born to be a real. Boy, you've got some lead in your shoes, don't you, Spruce? Oh, my shoes are actually carved of wood, just like my feet. Mr. Mammon, what are you doing down on the warehouse floor, sir? Oh, just going for a casual morning stroll. It's 11.57, Mr. Mammon. Look at you, such a bright boy. I fear I could do with some varnishing, actually. Of course, if you've got time to check the clock, you've got time to check your output. Pardon? What I mean to say is you should be carrying those packages twice as fast. Sorry, Mr. Mammon. There's a family in Omaha that wants their PlayStation by noon tomorrow. Yes, sir. And a lonely old man in Delaware who wants his dildo by 7.30 tonight. Yes, sir. Remember, Spruce, a fast employee is an employed employee. Now move it. Those dildos won't deliver themselves. Yes, sir, Mr. Mammon. Pick up the pace. Go faster and faster. Life is a race. To best serve your master, the world divided between the good and bad. I know you want to be a useful lad. Remember, labor is the highest joy, and one day you'll find you are a real... Boy! Psst! Come here! Are you all right, George? Your limp is looking better. Listen, we're meeting at Walter's place after work. It's time we formed a union. Don't say it, George. Union? I'll say it all I want, and you should too. But you could lose your job. Exactly. We can't let them treat us this way. It's time to fight back. Fight back? Who's attacking us? What do you think, Sam? Management. Mr. Mammon. Mr. Mammon isn't our enemy, George. He's the reason we can make a living. You call this a living? Pick up a shift and scratch out a dollar. But when I lift, my back starts to holler. We sold our bodies just to stay alive. But now our future's just a nine to five. Prove your loyalty and don't be coy. And that way we'll know you are a real. Boy, I don't know about this, George. Mr. Mammon says unions don't accomplish anything. That's why the warehouse spends so much time and money arguing against them. It's just a meet, nothing official yet. Yes. Well... I'll see you then, and whatever you do, don't tell Mr. Mammon. Oh dear, it can't be right to talk behind Mr. Mammon's back like this. Then again, if they really feel they're being mistreated... But Mr. Mammon pays our wages! How could that be mistreatment? Everybody knows wrong from right. Everyone but me, they have all the answers, but they To find, do I serve or strike or sign away my mind? What, what do I, I do? I know. Just pull that curtain, who do I choose? When both seem so certain, hard though it's just like this world. I only want to do whatever's good. I was built to be an empty toy, but I know I'm supposed to be free. Put down that box, we'll strike a deal. The life of a boss is quite a steal. What do I do to, to be, be a real? time. that's 15 minutes, everyone. Get to use the bathroom today? Oh, it's not looking good. I hope Walter's place has at least two bathrooms. Don't be ridiculous. Nobody has two bathrooms. Hey, Sam, Sam, you don't need to piss. Can you go to the lockers and grab my insulin for me? Certainly, Joy. It would be my pleasure. He doesn't have to piss. Yeah, he's made out of wood. Made out of wood? Thanks, Sam. Say, are we gonna see you tonight at the, uh... Shut it! 
Sorry, Shirley. The wolves have ears. Greetings, fellow workers. Hey, Pinkerson. Quite a long line for the bathroom today, eh, friends? Yup. Only ten minutes left this lunch break. Uh-huh. Prognosis is not good, am I right, my brethren? Tell me about it. My bladder feels like a bowling ball. Shh. I'm just talking about my bladder. Then I can dig it. Oh, here's your insulin, Joy. Thanks, Sam. Excuse me. Joy, but to the untrained eye, it might appear as though you were giving a co-worker access to your locker, which I believe is strictly prohibited under Section 4 of oh, the- Oh, get fucked, Pinkerson. Excuse me, Shirley. I think I may have misheard you. Well, here's the subtitle. That gesture is definitely prohibited by the employee oh, manual. fuck this. I'm gonna go try and piss in the bushes outside. See you tonight, Joy. Sam, was it? Yes! Samuel Spruce, the little wooden boy. All right. Tonight? What's happening tonight? Is there a scheduled bowling recreation? Oh, uh, yeah, yep. Then count me in. Samuel, I'll bet watching a little wooden boy like you bowl would be hilarious. Yeah, what, uh, what, uh, what's up with that anyway, Sam? What's up? Yeah, how come, uh, why come you're made out of wood? That's so fascinating. Tell us, uh, tell us all about that. Oh, well. I may be just a simple wooden puppet now, but someday everything shall be different. Mmm, scoff! It's true! The blue fairy appeared to me in a dream, and she said, Oh, my little Samuel Spruce, my special little wooden boy, if you wish to be just like everyone else, you'll need what follows this one simple precept. Samuel, you must work hard and so must do whatever you're told. If you be your masters, then someday you will be Full up, Pinkerson. It's me and Joy and uh George. And Sam. And no one else. Right, Sam? You're going bowling with us, right, Sam? Um Well, maybe I'll just play in a neighboring lane with three friends of my own. Stranger things have happened. I can't think of any. Ah oh, shit! Seven minutes left! See you tonight! Yup. Well, it's back to work for me, then. Great attitude, Samuel. A minute worked is a dollar earned. Am I right, friend? I don't think that's strictly correct. Perhaps I should review my wage statement. If you'll excuse me. We'll, uh, see you at Walter's place tonight, right, Sam? Oh, um... George told you, right? He said we could trust you. I... There he is. Don't worry, Joy. Sam is solid. I'm actually fairly porous. I found it leaves me terribly vulnerable to local rainstorms. Oh, hello, George. Seems a little reluctant to me, George. Uh, forgive me, I certainly don't want to tell you how to live your own lives, but according to that video that Mr. Mammon showed us at orientation, third-party mediation is a far more effective and less dangerous means of conflict resolution. Oh, well, if management said it, it must be true. Yes, that's precisely what I thought. They are the experts after all. I do have student loan payments, George, yes, and it would be great to get paid a living wage, and yes, Sam did grab my insulin for me, and yes, that was pretty solidarity of him. I'm actually fairly porous. However, my master's degree in pre-medieval English literature notwithstanding, I don't think I'm quite naive enough to risk my life for a pay raise. Is Little Orphan Ashwood here gonna sell us out? It's Spruce, actually. Relax, Joy. I know he's a little skittish now, but I got a feeling about this kid. Yeah, well, feelings aren't gonna stop the cops from murdering us at Walter's house if they find out about tonight. Murder? But that's the opposite of what the police are meant to do. Look, Maybe Sam just doesn't understand what's at stake here. Uh, why don't you tell him a little about what the union means to you, Joy? Fine. Insulin costs me 12 bucks a bottle way up in Canada. Here, though, it costs me to stay alive. 
200 bucks a month. After my rent, my bills, and my loans, I can't afford to eat. So I must beg my parents for help. They cannot make ends meet. Oh, woe is me to impoverish my family. No, you can't deny under such shame it is better to die. But with a union we can all help out, everyone can share the load. In the union everyone looks out because that's the union code. Boy, it's getting harder and harder to piss in that bush. Hey, Walter, how many toilets your house got? One upstairs, one downstairs. Two toilets? Mr. Rockefeller over here. Well, not for much longer. Hey, Walter, tell Samuel here about your house. Well, all right. Grandfather built our family's house way back in 53. Since then it stood recession and drought all the way up to me. Oh. The cost is steep. I work all day but can't pay the upkeep. At least you got control of your house. I'm not even in control of my own body. I gotta piss every hour on the reg. My bladder's the size of a pea. But I can't help how my body was made. Where is my dignity? Oh, how long, long to, to persist? persist? We, we beg permission, permission just, just to, to exist. exist. But with a union, we can all help out. Everyone can share the load. In the union, everyone looks out because that's the union code. I'm sorry to hear that, Shirley. It's possible you're suffering from a condition that might be helped by a doctor. Sure, kid. If you see any doctors fall off a delivery truck, you let me know. I surely will, this fucking guy. And I'm so sorry about your house, Walter, and your parents, Troy. I've never had a house, of course, nor a family, nor a bladder, I suppose. But I can certainly understand the need for shelter and love and comfort. And what about your limp, George? Whatever happened to your leg? Don't you see, Samuel? It's not just about my leg. Oh, Walter's house enjoys insulin. Or my piss. We all have different needs and different strengths. And if we work together, we can make sure everybody has what they need to give their best. To live their best. What about you, Samuel? What do you need? A puppet, a toy made of wood, till the blue fairy came my way. She gave me a mission with my good cognition to labor and obey. Oh, blue fairy, I try, though sometimes I can't help wondering why. Samuel, your answer is here. We work for each other, not out of fear. Cause with a union, everyone provides. You will never stand alone. In the union, we can all rise high. Cause we'll always have a home. Come on, Samuel, join in. With a union, we can all help out. Everyone can share the load. In the union, everyone looks out. Because that's the union understand, right, Samuel? A union is the first step to making sure every worker's needs are met. We'll see you at Walter's place tonight, right, Sam? I certainly agree that your cause sounds noble. I only worry that perhaps we should not be discussing this so loudly in the middle of the warehouse. Attention! Attention, worker Samuel Spruce! Be sure to report to Mr. Mammon's office at exactly 4pm for a friendly discussion. Thank you. Uh... You must have seen you talking to him, George. Everything will be fine, Joy. I told you, I got a feeling about this kid. I... Uh, relax, Samuel. He's got no proof of anything. Just don't tell him about the meeting, and especially don't tell him where it is. At 
Actually, while I have you here, I know there's still two minutes left in your break, but I don't give a shit about any of you. So everyone back to work now. <laughs> Stay strong, Samuel. You'll be fine. Oh, dear. fellow worker. I'll just be going now. Thank you very much, Worker 53. My name's Pinkerson, sir. I'm sure it is. Farewell, Samuel. I'll be sure and tell George you said hello. George? 4pm on the dot. Excellent. Spruce, was it? Yes, sir, Mr. Mammon. Wonderful. According to my files here, it seems you are... Made out of wood? Yes, sir, Mr. Mammon. And you don't require food to survive? Does it say that, sir? That's a valuable skill you've got there, Spruce. Is it a skill, sir? So, what's your deal, Spruce? Are you a voodoo doll or something? I don't know what that is, sir. Some kind of robot? I just want to make sure I understand the narrative thread here. Oh, well, I was born just outside a magical forest where my father carved me out Yes, of... well, this sounds like a rare opportunity for the phrase spare me your life story to carry the appropriate authenticity. Sorry, sir? How long have you been working here, Spruce? Just a few weeks, sir. Only a few weeks? Then I suppose you don't really know anyone yet. Well... No friends, no... Close bonds of loyalty? Not as such. Then it's high time we had a chat. A chat? Just a quick chat between friends. Have a seat, Spruce. Make yourself comfortable. Um... Comfy, are we? I... How is your family? I'm of not... course not. How are your friends? I'm afraid. I see then. How is your workload? Well... Interesting. Tell me, have you considered what the future holds for Sam Spruce? Warehouse worker, what? Are your dreams, my boy? What do you want? Tell me now. Come now, boy, don't be shy. Spit it out. Oh, forgive me, Mr. Merman, but I fear my dreams might seem frightfully small to a man like yourself. Well, of course your dreams are small. Look at the size of you. Oh. But that doesn't make them any less real. Let's hear it. I want my own apartment. Mm -hmm. I want a bed and sheets. Yes. I want a space heater. Naturally. But more than anything else, I want the blue fairy to make my dreams come true. For someday I know I'll be what I was born. Yes, I see. That's a good dream, Spruce. Nice and nebulous. Easily manipulated. Pardon? You no, know, I saw you speaking with Worker 47 earlier today. You mean George? Probably. Real troublemaker, always distracting others. Oh, well... Yes? Were you about to say... No, sir. You looked pensive. I'm sorry. I thought you perhaps... No, not really. Now, some. I really must warn you. Mr. Mammon, I don't know what else to tell you other than I come in and I work my hours. I haven't time to socialize. Even oh, if Sam, I did, and I am not so suggesting that I do now. I would I not have heard of any troublemaking. And, and George is good. He works his hours. He breaks his back for you. And also, Walter's house has been inside his family for I must. What was that now? Walter, you say? Would that be... Walter Tyson, worker 15, by any chance? I don't know his number, sir. Terrible shame, that. I'd hoped to get another ten years' work out of him before he died. Died? Well, Spruce, old worker 15 has always been a reliable source of revenue. But sadly, 
I just found out ten seconds ago that he might be harboring illegal narcotics in his home. And I simply can't ignore that. Narcotics? Isn't that a matter for the police, sir? Exactly! You did the right thing reporting this most egregious of crimes. Did I? Don't blame yourself. What just happened? For this harsh violence. What does that mean? Sorry, Spruce, to tell you that these violent extremists simply cannot be allowed to trample down our law and order. Mr. We must arbitrate this situation with aggressive and most strong negotiations. And by that I mean we'll kill them. Now, if you'll excuse me, I see that you've gone beyond your hours. We can't afford to pay you any overtime, sir. What is happening? Time for some aggressive negotiation. Negotiation comes from a place of strength. One cannot show mercy unless one has one. But if one applies the most pristine of pressure, one might compel one's opponent to simply tap out. Wish someone were around to see this. I can't deny neither side is right, but neither is wrong. How can I decide? Could I sing another song? I'll do what I can. Try to stop this melee. I will take a stand. I will find the middle way. There's no time to lose to other disaster. I choose not to choose. So I will move. Decisions made. I've cast the old die. I may not win, but I can still try. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got uh, two bathrooms. Uh, it seems like a bit of a stretch. I've been all right, folks, before we go any further, I think we got to make this official with a vote. We could be risking our lives, so if anybody wants out, just say it. Walter, this is your house. How do you vote on starting a union? I or nay? I. Joy, how do you vote? I. Little Gavroche, how do you vote? We, we, viva la revolution! We'll let you wave the flag, little Gavroche. The bourgeoisie. Shirley? Shirley, we're taking a vote here. Stop looking out the window. I can see cop cars in the distance. They're running their lights. We're fucked. They'll never take us alive. Everybody relax. It's just cops. We don't know they're coming for us. You don't think Sam sold us out, do you? Sam? Samuel Spruce? Ugh, I hate 
that little Samuel Spruce with his English accent. I hate English accents. We know, Gavrosh. Sam got called up to Mr. Mammon's office, remember? He what? Joy, shame on you. Samuel Spruce brought you your insulin, didn't he? I'm just saying. He's one of us. Then why isn't he here? Well, he's just a kid. Does he have a car? I don't have a car. Yeah, who the hell can afford a car these days? Do you really think he would sell us out? Get in the fucking good out! Samuel will be here. I know he will. His heart may be made of wood, but it's three times the size of any of us. He lives to make people happy. Putting a smile on our faces is the only thing that puts a smile on his. Creepy little face that can't actually smile because it ain't carved right for doing that. But still, he's a worker. He's one of us. He will be here. He will sign his name next to ours, and he will be a union comrade, same as any of us. So that's cool and all, but the cop cars are definitely coming our way. We're fucked. They'll never fucking take us alive! All right, gang. Get the barricades ready, but leave an opening just in case. Just in case what, George? Samuel, hurry up. Directions to Walter's house earlier. Oh, hello, Mr. Rat. What's that? This way? Are you sure? What's that cockroaches? Follow the pigeons? Oh, if only I could fly. Shirley, barricade the doors! Little Gavroche, wave your flag! Wee, wee, 
Monsieur Georges, vive la révolution! That's right. So long as we stick together, they can't possibly defeat us. We gave them their groceries, their toys sweet and gaudy. They paid with their dollars, we paid with our bodies. We risked life and limb while they stayed safe inside. They called us essential, then trashed us in stride. Don't let them tell you that your needs don't matter. They act like we're worthless, but we still remember. They can't afford to replace us or lose us, so they're not allowed any anymore to abuse us. Don't let them tell you your needs don't matter. They say we're worthless. We still remember. They can't afford to waste us or lose us. They're not allowed to bind or abuse us. You got no right to stop us, Mr. Mammon. Oh, Worker 47, I do believe I'm going to miss you most of all. We sorrow so for your loss. Kill them all! So I will hammer without fail, cause I'm a hammer, you're a nail. You break the law, you go to jail, cause I'm a hammer, you're a nail. So I will hammer without fail, hammer, nail. are you talking about? Pardon? Look, I know we was all screaming when you showed up, but we were screaming for very different reasons. Mr. Mammon and his goons was trying to kill us for starting the union. Kill us! You can't just tell us to calm down like that's gonna fix everything. Yeah, have you ever heard a tone policing, Sam? Oh, don't be so hard on him. He simply feels bad about telling me where your meeting was. <gasps> Judas Iscariot Spruce! I don't know what that means, but your tone is hurtful, George. Well, I am sorry, Sam, but we was just about to overpower Mr. Mammon's forces when you showed up and distracted us. For which you have my heartfelt gratitude. Break out the quote-unquote non-lethal munitions, boys. And how about a little fire while we're at it? My grandfather built this house. And I'm burning it down. I'm sure there's some poetry in there somewhere. So I will hammer with a together. On crack is all it takes. The dam will burst your union breaks.
of everything. I've tried so very much to work hard and do as I'm told, but working hard never seems to do any good. Labor is its own reward, Samuel. Yes, but I don't just mean that it doesn't pay. I mean, sometimes when I work hard, it seems as though my labor is actually hurting others and myself. There are times I've even feared my employers didn't have the best interests of other people in mind. Worry not for the sorts of job creators, Samuel. Simply but work hard and do as you are told. Yes, I want to do as I'm told, but there are two different groups of people each telling me to do two different things and I simply can't do both of them. George and the laborers are refusing to work, slowing down the warehouse and they want me to join them and yet Mr. Merman and his police officers are trying to murder all the warehouse workers and I can't help but feel that this might be a little wrong too. Whom do I choose, Blue Fairy, please? Won't you help me? Never forget Samuel Spruce. To work hard and do as you're told. Yes, I understand that, but it doesn't really solve my current predicament, ma'am. Remember what I told you, Samuel Spruce. Yes, ma'am. Well, I suppose I must wake up now. Yes, I suppose I must. Samuel! Samuel! Samuel, I said. You know your own name, don't you? Oh, sorry. I thought... Are you okay? I think so. Looks like the bullet ricocheted off your head. I guess you're pretty solid after all. Oh, my. Well, that's certainly a stroke of good fortune. Yeah, totally. Wish I could say the same for little Gavroche. Pardon? It's gonna be okay, little Gavroche. Just hang on. Hello? Don't talk like that, little Gavroche. You're gonna be just fine. You're gonna wave our union flag so all the world can see. Please, just, please, just... Anything, little Gavroche. What do you need? Please, just don't let them give me an English accent in the movie. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Yes, I'm sure we're all heartbroken by this terrible and utterly unavoidable tragedy that luckily no cameras were around to record. Now, are you going to disperse or are we going to have to see another dozen or so terrible and utterly unavoidable tragedies? You can't intimidate us anymore, Mr. Mammon. No, but I can kill you. Some might argue that's even more effective than intimidation. Oh, little Gavroche, I'm so terribly sorry. George, do you really think this is all worth it? Being treated like human beings is worth any price. Yeah. Yeah. Live or die, the Union flag flies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not flying, now is it? Ah, oh, little Gavroche. It wasn't just you that died. It was our hopes and dreams, too. How thematically relevant. Who will wave our flag now? Who will help us wave the flag? Our comrade's death was quite a snag. But lest they say our purpose lags, who will help us wave the flag? Who will take Gavroche's spot? He was the bravest of our lot. But lest they say his death's for naught, who will take Gavroche?
and you alone can cause rejoice. The time has come to make a choice. Oh. Oh, Blue Fairy, if you can't help me, I fear I shall have to help myself. I have ever obeyed, always done what others say. Now I see that can't sustain. The time has come to choose my fate. Labor is my virtue. Working hard is what I do. And if what's tough, I can't refuse. The harder choice must be the truth. Spruce? Spruce, you're making a mistake. If you don't put down that flag, I'll throw you on the kindling pile myself. Leave your flag magnificent. Our rights are not heaven sent. We must fight for what we get. Live or die, we know. broken my heart. Oh well, kill them all. Do you want we should kill the little boy what's made of wood? Yes! Yes, just pretend they're all made out of wood. Kill them all! Hold! Who the hell are you? This is special reporter Gil the Bull coming to you live for PLYN. We're at the site of a dangerous shootout between the police and a gang of violent activists on the sleeping streets of our innocent little hamlet. Yes, that's nice, but I wasn't actually talking to you. I was talking to the man dressed suspiciously like myself. Who the hell are you? Greetings, warehouse employees. Not to worry, one and all. Everything has been resolved. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Who the hell are you? My name is Mr. Machina, and I've been brought in to provide a safe, legal resolution to this unfortunate confusion between the warehouse staff's effusive collusion and the police officer's artillery profusions. Did you say your name was Mr. Machina? Relax, everyone. This is the good boss. And I speak on behalf of the Global Armageddon Warehouse and Delivery Service when I say management has agreed to provide pay raises and increased paid time off to all full-time staff. Furthermore, We'll be launching an exploratory committee filled to the brim with consultants to learn how we might better achieve a proper work-life balance for all full-time employees. That's a beautifully magnanimous concession from management, Mr. Machina, given the ugly turn this night might have taken. Are any of you guys full-time employees? No. No. I'm not entirely sure what that means. Excuse me, Mr. Whatever, but I am in the middle of de-escalating a contentious situation. So if you'd kindly go fuck yourself at your earliest convenience... Mr. Mammon, you're fired! What? Stop me if you've heard this one before. You're fired! That was hilarious. Mr. Machina, 2024, am I right, viewers at home? I've invested 20 years of my life into the systemic abuse and dehumanization of the common worker, and this is what I get in return? An unceremonious dismissal with nothing to show for it but the memories? And a $17 million golden parachute early retirement package? That's right. All right. Is he just leaving? So long, suckers! Excuse me, Mr. Machina, is that a child over there? Ah, uh, yes. This is Samuel Sprace. Spruce? The little leaden boy. Woody? Who works extra hours in our warehouse in order to lift himself up by the bootstraps. Isn't that an inspiring story? Absolutely, Mr. Machina. Clickbait as fuck. Tell us, Samuel, how do you feel about Mr. Machina offering you and the other employees raises and increased PTO? Oh, 
Yes, that's nice, but we're not full-time. There you have it. He's delighted. When you put employees first, the market thrives. Excellent point, Mr. Machina. What's going to happen to the violent rioters who almost destroyed our little community tonight? Well, naturally, those that damaged property or injured others will face some small charges. Oh, my kneecaps! But I think we can all take solace in the fact that, thanks to our swift intervention, no one was seriously harmed tonight. The system may not be perfect, but so long as the right people are in charge, everything will turn out all right. That makes perfect sense, and I have no follow-up questions. Thank you for your time, Mr. Machina. No, Ms. Bull, thank you. This is special reporter Gilda Bull reporting live for PLYN. Um, Mr. Machina? Smile wide for the camera, Samuel. Oh. I'm afraid the carving of my face doesn't really allow for smiling. Fascinating. We're clear? All right, drinks? Who wants drinks? Anybody want drinks? I'd love to. Join you in just a moment, Gilda. Oh, sweet. We can write it off if you drink with us. We'll meet you there. Lovely. Pardon me, Mr. Machina. I am quite glad the improvements are going to be made to the warehouse. So am I, Samuel. So am I. I'm sure you've learned a valuable lesson here tonight. Oh, certainly. I hope you don't mind my saying, but I was beginning to fear there might be something wrong with the way the delivery service functions. I was even beginning to feel an uncomfortable premonition that there might be something fundamentally harmful in the way we buy and sell things in some strange, amorphous, not easily simplified into dramatic structure sort of way. But now I'm happy to see it was simply a question of the wrong person being in charge. And now that the right person is in charge, Everything can only get better. Outstanding. Good luck out there, Samuel. Will I see you at the warehouse tomorrow, Mr. Machina? Oh, no, we're shutting it down. Oh? Yes, all those raises and PTO and consultants are going to cost money, Samuel, and we can't very well ask our investors to pay for that. That wouldn't be fair, would it? I suppose not. Precisely. So we're shutting down this warehouse. And also one in Pasadena, and one in Boulder, and one in Albuquerque, for good measure. Ooh. And one in Austin, because fuck Austin. But sir, what about the warehouse workers? They'll be fine. That's the beautiful thing about this country, nay, this world that we've created, Samuel. All you need is a positive attitude and a productive spirit, and you can accomplish anything. Yes. Yes, that's just what I've always heard. Well, I'm glad to see your outlook wasn't harmed in any way by this evening's events. I don't suppose you could recommend any new employment opportunities? I'd love to, but I'm afraid I have to go get drunk with a news crew in order to guarantee positive press coverage. It's a rough job, but someone's got to do it. Ta! Oh, I see. Uh, yes, Ta, Mr. Machina, thank you for giving those other workers raises. That's all we wanted, after all, I think. Well, I fear it's back to sleeping under the overpass for me. Still, I'm sure if I just work hard and do as I'm told, I shall soon have a job again. What more could anyone ask for? I worked hard to get where I am So I'll just work hard to get Where I'm going, wherever that might be I know there is a job for me Somewhere out there and if I Make enough, they will see that I am one of them. They'll see that I am worth something. They will see I love this world that they made. It takes what more could I ask for? 
Thank you for joining us for Starlight Radio Dreams Catch 22 Year. Written, directed, and performed by Cat Evans, Jared McDerris, and Ansel Birch. The Starlight Radio Dreams theme was written and performed by Arnie Parrott. Special thanks to Shore Incorporated for their generous support.